0: Blackstar FM, the simple phrase, are you okay? A day on the second Thursday of September, and asking the simple question, "Are you okay?" My next guest on Blackstar FM is the first National Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander Vice President of the National Public Health Association of Australia, also as a was a director for the Suicide Prevention Australia, Dr. Vanessa Lee Armat on the phone. Dr. Armat, thank you very very much for your time.
1: Thank you and hello, Mark.
0: Are you okay? It's a very simple thing to ask, but it can be very, very powerful. But I understand also through the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander communities, there's a variation of this campaign that has started.
1: Yes, there is. And, and, you know, people ask, um, are you okay in their own way? And it's about, um, you know, recognising that sometimes people say it like, you know, you might say, which way? Are you okay? Or there could be a nod of the head. Or there could be a hand gesture. Um, and sometimes, you know, it could be while you're eating or preparing food. doesn't necessarily, you know, mean that you're just going to walk up to someone and say, hey, you okay? It's, you know, there's different ways and different approaches and, and different times. Like you might, you could be out fishing or putting the boat in the water and you notice that somebody is feeling a little bit down or depleted. Or you look at their, their eyes aren't glowing as that normal happiness that you're used to. And so it's just being, you know, just being human, basically compassionate and just saying, are you okay? What's going on for you? Which Mm way? Just, yeah, and you can do it in your own language, in your own way.
0: Because are you okay? Since this came to, I suppose, public awareness, it is a phrase itself that has, I suppose, saved many, many people. And often the person who is in depression or has an issue Doesn't even realise that they're in that situation.
1: That's right. They don't know. And sometimes, um, you know, I was working. I've been working on some studies on empowerment and uh, hopelessness, and looking at the mess in between. So, because quite often people feel hopeless, and they don't even feel realise that they're feeling hopeless. Like you don't wake up one morning and think, "Oh, you know, I, I might take my life." It's it's usually like, "What is that trigger that has put you there to make you feel?" that you are so hopeless or in, the, in such a circumstance. And it's about, you know, recognising that in your friend and, and saying, hey, what's going on for you? Do you need to talk? What, you know, how can I help you? Or do, do, do you just want to yarn?
0: I think what we've got here, ask your mob your way. Are you okay? Because there are many, many ways, as you touched on before, that we can ask, we can listen, we can encourage somebody to be able to either seek help or just to talk about what they've got. And it is, I suppose, depending on where you are, the approach that you use can be so different.
1: Oh, exactly. Exactly. Your approach is very different. And, And it could be, you know, like I said, you know, it depends where you are because statistically... With Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people, we know that, you know, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people take their life twice to that of non-Indigenous people. And we also know that Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander young people take their lives at five times that of non-Indigenous people. And when you know those statistics and you see what's going on, you, can, you know that, you know, it's a major public health issue. And, and it is about reaching out to people and just asking, are you OK or what's going on for you or... And Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people come from multiple languages and multiple cultures across this country. And the way one person needs to be asked, are you OK, is very could be very different to the way somebody else likes to be asked, are you OK? And so it's just being aware of those different circumstances and the different ways to um, access language.
0: And as you touched on, the very, very tragic figures of youth suicide as well as adult suicide... Um, I mean, this is something, if you uh, observe something, no matter what your age, you could be a parent, you could be an elder, you could be a cousin, you could be just a friend of the person to be. And so really, is there any warning signs or is just seeing that somebody isn't quite as reactive or as re- responsive as they normally would be?
1: That's exactly right. And, you know, if that glow in the eye is gone or, or they're just, um, they're down in their voice, are not doing things as they usually would do. It's just being aware of all of that. And it's about stepping up and saying, hey, is there something on, going on for you? Do you want to have a yarn? Um, are you okay? And and then letting if somebody turns around to you and says, you know what, I'm not okay, and then you need to know what services you take people to or direct them to, because it could be Lifeline. It could be Beyond Blue. It could be the Aboriginal Community Controlled Health Services, because Sometimes they need to access the social emotional wellbeing services that an Aboriginal community controlled health service. So it's also knowing that extra level that you can go to, and where you can actually just support people, and just take them by the hand and say, hey, listen, you're not alone. It's okay.
0: So with the uh, this one here, Ask Your Mob, Your Way, you U OK? It is part of the R U O K U OK? charity, and I believe it's uh, a lot of guidance from the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander Advisory Group. How can people access information or access direction if they are wanting to help somebody?
1: So you can get on the R U O K website, ruokorgau forward slash stronger together. Um, there are full kits available on the website. There is. We also have video resources showcasing the ways that many Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people ask, are you OK? Um, because the focus is on, even though the focus is on an individual talking, it's also about a collective, because we come from that collective culture. So and, and it's about, you know, recognising that um, somebody might not be feeling on top of themselves. They might not be um, doing things like they normally do. They could be out of character and just, you know, they might be raising their voices unnecessarily and it's about asking them hey are you okay with what's going on for you and and, you know just being aware of that and those resources are there and available on the website um for people to access and there's also pamphlets and how to have that conversation
0: because i think that last part that you said have that conversation because often you can turn around and say hey are you okay if you get a response saying no i'm not you need to know the next step
1: Oh you do very much, you do need to know the next steps. and you know it, and it is about um, knowing what knowing that you can actually say to somebody, you know what the Aboriginal medical service down the road uh, has a culturally safe, culturally appropriate, culturally respectful respectful program uh, for with social emotional wellbeing being workers. they can connect you with a psychologist if you need to. they have GP services. you can get the support you need and it and you know and if that somebody says to you are, oh, I don't know if I want to go there or if they, they say they need to talk to someone else, you can also link them up with Lifeline or Beyond Blue.
0: And what about, I suppose, the other option is also to go along with them so they've got that personal support when they do talk to the health professional.
1: Yeah, and sometimes... But it's also about asking them is there something yeah. who can go with you. You know, because sometimes people can't um, themselves, they can't um, take somebody in um, and for their, because of their own personal triggers, and that's OK too. And it's just acknowledging that and saying, "Hey, listen, um, do you have someone to support you? Is there someone else who can um, come with you today?" And if you know, they might turn around and say, "No, there isn't." And say, "Well, I can. I can take you to the door. I can. I can sit outside and wait for you." Um, and sometimes that's all somebody needs is that support, that extra support to know that their, their voices have been heard, they're not alone, and and you know, and it's part of that empowerment. So they they feel like, okay. I can do this, I've got this, and I've got somebody standing by me, and it's okay.
0: The I suppose the final step for many is something that is very, very tragic for family, friends, the community. So you were saying, Vanessa, that they conversation tips, maybe even support contacts, www.ruok.org.au?
1: Forward slash stronger together.
0: Forward slash stronger together. Okay, that was the last part of it. Uh, Vanessa, look, thank you so much for your time. This is, I think, a subject that does have importance everywhere, and we just got to take the first step. I think.
1: I think so, and, and start talking about it more, because it's you know there was a time when Aboriginal death in custody was the normality for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people, and like we, and and it's not okay. It's not okay for it to be a normality. We shouldn't be knowing someone or being related to someone. That has, you know, been in custody, and we shouldn't. And now it's come to suicide. And it's like we know someone or are related to someone, and and that's not okay. Nobody wants the baton to be the highest rates of suicides in the world. Like you don't want that. So, and it is about reaching out and saying, hey, can we have that conversation? Are you okay?
0: Well, I think it's something, as you said, it is something that needs to be talked about. It needs to be discussed, even if it's in women's groups that they start talking or men's groups that they start talking, just to mm. get that knowledge out there.
1: Oh, Exactly. And know what is available and know what support there is. And if you are unsure of how to to ask somebody, are you okay, our resources do help you to have that discussion, have that conversation, have that yarn, and just check in on each other. Just make sure, you know, just, you know, as we go through COVID and that, people are like, oh, who do I talk to? How do we have this conversation? We've got all this social distancing going on. And, but you can still have that conversation. You can still sit next door to each other and, and just have that yarn and, and find out what's going on with people. And so you can, whether it's on the phone, whether it's via an email, whether it's um, standing next to them, sitting next to them in the park, you know, just having that conversation so people know that they're not alone.
0: Dr. Vanessa Lee Armatt, thank you so much for your time for what is, a, for many, a very personal subject, but it is a subject that needs to be spoken about more and more. So thank you very, very much for having a chat with me. Thank you, Mark. Dr. Vanessa Lee uh, Matt, and of course, remember, ask your mob your way. Are you okay?